Dear listeners, welcome to the podcast of the European Reference Network GuardHeart, the ERN of rare and complex heart diseases in both adult and pediatric patients across the European Union. Today we have two guests, Dr. Ingrid Krapels, clinical geneticist, and Dr. Rachel de Becke, cardiologist, electrophysiologist, both working in Maastricht University Medical Center in the Netherlands. Dr. Krapels is the main representative of this center in the ERN. Welcome, uh, Ingrid and Rachel. Um, Rachel, can you tell us briefly about your city, Maastricht? Yes, hello, thank you. Um, yeah, we live in Maastricht, and uh, Maastricht is uh, the capital of the province of Limburg in the Netherlands. Um, and everybody in Maastricht knows that this is the oldest city of the Netherlands. It has been there since 2000 years already. It's, um, it, it is originally built around a bridge on the river Maas, and um, and we never left uh, since. Uh, it's not a very big city, it's a really university city with uh, about 125,000 inhabitants. And um, maybe you know Maastricht from the Treaty of Maastricht, which is, um, uh, of course, a very important historical um, um, point in time here, but um, was very important. And, and for the rest, uh, in the Netherlands, we know Maastricht for a festivity we call Carnaval, where the people dress up and uh, celebrate uh, uh, life in the beginning of uh, of the year. So that's a, a short a short summary, so to say, of Maastricht. And there's also a special dialect in uh, in Maastricht. Yeah. Uh, originally, <laughs> not from Maastricht, so uh, it took me uh, some time to really get used to the dialect. But now I work here for more than ten years, and uh, I get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, Ingrid, can you tell us about your hospital and what is the main focus? Well, Maastricht University Medical Center is, is one of the eight uh, academic uh, hospitals uh, in the Netherlands. And those hospitals are scattered around uh, the Netherlands. And our university hospital covers patients care in the, the, mainly the southern part of the country. And we also see sometimes patients from Belgium and, uh, and Germany. And uh, our core tasks are, of course, research, uh, patient care, education and, and training. And one of the specific uh, Maastricht features is that our teaching uh, is mainly approached uh, by a multidisciplinary uh, approach, a problem-based uh, approach. And in this teaching and also in the research and patient care, we have a very strong collaboration with the Maastricht oh. University. Um, and well, if you focus on cardiogenetics, research is mainly clustered within the Cardiovascular Institute Maastricht, Karen um, in short. And within this institute, there are two main areas for cardiogenetics research. And those focus mainly on the expertise of structural heart failure and complex uh, arrhythmias. And uh, if I talk for the uh, Department of Clinical Genetics, um, of course, uh, one of the topics, the focuses is cardiogenetics, but we also have a specific interest in reproductive uh, genetics. Um, and we wanted to, uh, well, we hope that we really can uh, contribute with all this knowledge to the um, to the ERN. Thank you. Um, and why did you become a member of the ERN and in which thematic areas? Um, we really wanted, we have several decades of, of expertise um, in, in cardiogenetics. Um, um, and we really wanted to, to become a member, to, to share our, our knowledge on, on the field, but also really to learn from others 
uh, all with the goal to provide the best possible possible care for for our patients. Um, we really wanted to also yeah contribute to research activities in the field, expand our research activities also in a European uh, setting, and expand collaborations with with others in in Europe to really increase the knowledge on uh, rare cardiogenetic um, diseases. Mm -hmm. And um, what can you contribute to the ERN, Rachel? Um, now, we hope to co contribute. Of course, we have a large uh, patient number group, and uh, which we already keep in nice uh, registries. And we uh, really hope to collaborate with all the parties um, to get all the patients in, um, uh, in the same registries. Uh, we have extensive knowledge on, on um, clinical and also cardiogenetic care of the patients with cardiomyopathies and uh, inherited arrhythmias. And as Ingrid already mentioned, we have a strong collaboration with uh, Karim. And within Karim, we, um, we do many functional testing of uh, variants that we found both in, in, in uh, uh, cells, but also in, in um, human-derived uh, induced pluripotent stem cells. So I think this is also a very strong um, bench to bedside um, uh, translational research line that we have uh, and which may benefit other team members. Um, the other thing is that we would like to set up more ed educational patient meetings uh, for our patients um, and, um, and, and also for other caregivers to, um, to, to share the knowledge that we, uh, that we have and that we can uh, learn from others as well. And furthermore, yes. we have a lot of expertise in the PGT and cardiogenetic uh, uh, as a whole. So that's that's the thing that we, I think, can contribute to the whole community. Um, Maastricht University Medical Center is one of the uh, uh, few centers in the Netherlands really licensed to perform PGT, which is pre-implantation genetic uh, testing. And over the last few years, we have had more and more patients asking for this PGT, also maybe called embryo selection, uh, when um, people uh, are affected by a cardiogenetic uh, disease. And so we hope that we can really contribute our knowledge to uh, the ERN in this context. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, and, and on the other side, what do you expect from the ERN? Um, um, well, we are really uh, overwhelmed by all that the ERN can offer uh, to us, all that's already uh, there and that we can benefit uh, from. Um, we, we hope that the ERN will uh, continue sharing their knowledge and, and the expertise and um, uh, involve us in all research uh, activities, uh, collaborations, um, and also that everybody will have difficult cases with really questions about uh, therapy or how to treat the patient best or what do we do with the family members. So um, hopefully that we can also introduce our difficult cases to learn from others what they would suggest. Um, and we also hope that the ERN could help us find uh, research partners um, in, in um, the same uh, research field that we have so that we can combine uh, our forces, the, the funding, um, et cetera. And Rachel and I are busy uh, trying to uh, incorporate our patients in, in the existing registries, but are also uh, trying to set up an own registry for a couple of diseases, um, which sometimes may include, uh, well, uh, large uh, administrative um, uh, time and, uh, and, and uh, 
So we, hopefully that you can also help us with that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Wonderful. Um, and I have also some uh, personal questions for you, for both of you. Um, Rachel, let me start with you. Uh, where did you train? And uh, can you tell us about your most important mentor? Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you. I was trained in, in Antwerp initially for my medical degree. Um, and after finished there, I, I made the switch back to the Netherlands where I was originally born. And I landed in um, in Maastricht because uh, of the known expertise in the arrhythmia field um, at that point in time and still uh, now nowadays. And at that point in time, Professor Hein Wellens was um, head of the department and he was a pioneer in um, in electrophysiology. And, and he's also, I think, a big mentor and a big example for me. Um, so Hein Wellens would be my main mentor to uh, to mention. Yeah. Beautiful. And um, Ingrid, where did you train? And do you have an important mentor as well? Uh, my medical training, uh, I did this in, in Nijmegen, uh, in, in the Netherlands. And uh, after that, I uh, did a PhD um, uh, on uh, uh, gene environment interactions on cleft lid in pellet. And that was in Rotterdam, Erasmus Medical Center. And after that, we um, um, I did my training to become a geneticist here in Maastricht University Medical Center. And one of my big examples and really mentor is um, Professor Dr. Christine de Die. Um, she retired, unfortunately, a couple of months ago. She was um, a professor in the reproductive um, uh, genetics, mainly the, P the PGT. Um, and she is such a great doctor. She really takes care of the patient. She listens to the patients and um, tries to get the, the, the best um, diagnosis um, uh, possible for them. And also what uh, she does to really help the, the, the patient uh, further uh, in this context. Yes. And um, what was your most important lesson learned, Ingrid? Well, apart from everything that she learned me uh, on the genetic field, uh, she also learned me a really important lesson on a personal basis that uh, it is really important to take care of yourself as a doctor as well, uh, if you want to really help others and patients in particular. Mm -hmm. And Rachel, what was your most important lesson learned? Um, Professor Hein Wellens has um, an important, uh, very well-known saying, which is also displayed in our morning meeting room uh, with big letters, so we cannot forget even after he, his demise a couple of years ago. And it says, what one doesn't know, uh, one doesn't recognize. So um, you have to really know your 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 field and have to study hard and have to um, yeah try to understand as much as you can before you can even uh, recognize diseases and I think this is also very um, applicable to the field of uh, genetic cardiology where um, if you don't recognize subtle uh, ECG features uh, phenotypes you cannot um, together with your genetical colleague um, decide on, on how to proceed um, with genetic testing or with treatment so I think this is um, a, a very very important baseline skill one needs to um, uh, manage to have yeah, so true. And thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. And um, then we have something completely different. Um, your favorite sport. Um, Ingrid, what is your favorite sport? 
Well, um, uh, I, I like walking a lot. So I like really, it's not a real sport maybe, but I like walking in nature. Um, and during my childhood, I lived a couple of years in, in Switzerland. Um, uh, and there I really enjoyed the, the sport of skiing. So my parents took me skiing whenever possible on Saturday. Uh, and I really loved the, the, the environment, the, the quietness of the mountains. And um, uh, so, yeah, I would have to say skiing. Great. And Rachel? Um, yeah, for me, it's actually quite similar. I also like to be outside in nature. Um, I like skiing, though, but my passion is really running. So I run um, twice a week with my, uh, preferably with my dog, who is then attached to me. And together we may even um, uh, exceed until over 20 kilometers uh, wow. in one run. And mm -hmm. for me, that is really my, um, yeah, my moment of quietness and uh, recuperation and setting your mind uh, straight. And yeah, I really, I really love to do that. Beautiful. Um, and then your favorite holiday destination. Who can I give the word to start? Maybe I will continue. Uh, um, yeah, for me, it's the sun and, and the good life, good, good food, good wine, good uh, temperature. So that's either France or it Italy. Mm -hmm. and, and then it's just doing nothing. <laughs> and Ingrid? Um, uh, a couple of years ago, I, I got the opportunity to, to, to see Norway. And um, this vast country with the quietness and the beautiful nature and the so very friendly uh, people over there um, really made me that the Scandinavian countries uh, are really on my top list uh, on uh, favorite holiday destinations. My uh, honeymoon uh, was also in, in Finland. So, uh, yeah, I would say uh, Scandinavian. <clears throat> Great. Well... Thank you so much for both for answering our questions and uh, thanks to our listeners for listening to this podcast and we hope to meet you uh, next week. Uh, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.